And somebody told me, me that you had a podcast that looked like a podcast. All right, well, welcome to Rotten Potatoes Podcast, brought to you by Denver, Colorado's Cook Street Productions. My name is Nate, and I will be your host tonight. Let's start off by uh, each of you introducing yourselves and tell us a little something in pop culture, music, whatever, that has been captivating your interest since we last spoke. I'll go first. Okay. (laughs) Um, My name's Travis, and Chef's Table. Have you seen Uh, Chef's Table? Yes. Yeah, I've seen an episode or two. Yeah. It's so good. It's really well made. It's so good. So we're doing some research about a future project we're doing where we have to watch. I'm doing air quotes. Have to watch. uh, You can tell by your tone. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. true. Have to watch. Um, Where we (laughs) have to watch like just cooking like foodie stuff. And so that's why I started that. Um, it's so good. I it's love the way tight. it's shot. <laughs> yeah, really the way it's man. shot. You know it was shot on a red? Red, yeah. yeah. And they just fly all around the world finding Slow these... motion super important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For anything nonfiction. It's cool. <laughs> yes. It's cool seeing, um, like, like, because that, those kind of shows are obviously, like, Top Chef and all the Food Network stuff, like, they, they get really popular, but I've never seen one that's, like, treated kind of as seriously as that. That's the thing. It totally... Made me think. Oh, you don't need the Food Network now, right? Yeah. Why would you watch it's the Food Network? Joke. When you could yeah, actually so watch a better. movie. A movie about. Food. Yeah, and <laughs> it's and the people they choose. It's like really. I, I mean, I, you haven't. I don't think either of you have seen the third one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The third episode of that is it's this guy who just he lives on an island by himself in Patagonia, but he flies four times a week to his different like houses and restaurants and wives around the world. <laughs> He buries all his food in the ground, but he's won like the most prestigious chef awards. It's just crazy. It made me think, like that guy's a man, and what I am a tiny little boy, <laughs> and like I, I will always be a little boy. So anyway, that's captivated by interest. Man's table, which by the way is on Netflix. <laughs> it's, well, this is what it's about. It's about they go, to, they go to they go to. I don't really even know. They just profile a chef. Yeah, they profile a chef uh, for, yeah, it's like a 40 minutes an hour, and there's six episodes on Netflix. Um, it's this year, right? And it's, yeah, it's recent, yeah. and it's just they pick, they pick one of the best chefs in the world. So, like, the first one is the third best restaurant in the world, that, uh, this Italian chef. And then they, but they pick people who are doing things that are really interesting in that world. But it's just the way it's shot and the way it's constructed. Like they really do pick narratives. Like they 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 construct a story outside of just what the food is. Yeah, it's really cool. I would definitely recommend it. Um, my name is Justin, and I've been wanting to talk about um, an album that I love. But then the Grimes album came out. Yeah. Stupid. I don't want to. I don't want to pick pile. Let's just say Grab's gonna be a big deal after this album. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. 
It's great. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> she's a... Uh, and she does all the production. I it. know. Wow. She does everything. Really? It's like if Churches was just the girl. Isn't that... <laughs> isn't it like a weird sexist thing, though, that like finding that out makes it so much cooler, mm -hmm. whereas like... And she's Canadian. Claire yeah. Boucher. Yeah. Mm. Um, but what I... As far as a more educational segment, uh, Oh Wonder... Um, that album, it's they're they're a London synth pop duo. The best comparison is the XX. It's different. It's more harmony than it is like beat. Yeah. But um, as far as it being one note, like the next album they do, I won't like. Right. I'm right. not even selling you on this band. Right. I'm just selling you on these first ten songs they made have such a sound that is theirs. That's just easy to listen to. Yeah. I love it. Uh, my name is Evan, um, and I watched a documentary on Netflix called The Wolf Pack. Um, oh, I heard about that. Yeah, it's interesting. It's about a reclusive family in that live in like Manhattan, and the father won't let the kids out. Really, they go out like once a year. Huh. These kids, and they're and all they like live in Manhattan. Yeah, it's crazy. They live in this like apartment building in Manhattan, and just don't go out and don't talk to people. Um, but it's like, there's six teenage boys with like hair down to their asses and like, <laughs> and one so girl, and like, it's, it's, it's getting them right at a time where they're starting to go out and like venture out. Like it, it, it starts, they just, what they do is just consume movies like 24 seven. Wow. And they recreate them. So like the, when you get the, they start the, uh, documentary with one of the boys typing the script to Pulp Fiction. As he's reading like the subtitles off the TV, so huh. that they could like reenact so they could reenact the scenes, and they just do scenes. They don't film it. What? They just reenact it for the, each other and like that as a group. Really like it's strange. are they like Amish or something? No, Amish, he's not. from another country, uh -huh. and his, the, the mom's from like the Midwest. It's on, it's on Netflix. It's just it a, a network. Yeah. Netflix is killing it. Yeah, yeah they it's are. doing a great job. It's, it's, not, not, it's not, not by Netflix. No, it's not by yeah. Netflix. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's just yeah. on Netflix right oh, okay. now. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was made. Um, and it doesn't have like a real cohesive story, but it catches them right where they're starting to like, they're rebelling against their dad because he's kind of like a drunk and whatever else, and there's been abuse in the past. Like, he obviously hit his wife, you can tell. Like, just yeah. from the way they kind of dance around it. Um, and so one guy, one of the kids finally went out and he got arrested because he was walking around in like a, a mask that he made at home. You never want that. And it was a Michael Myers mask. <laughs> That's a, oh right. yeah, <laughs> that yeah, he made yeah. out of like cardboard. And so the, they called the cops. He wasn't doing anything wrong, but yeah. he just didn't want to be. He was like, sure, too shy to be outside. Like he'd never been outside <laughs> at all. So, so like, I feel bad for it's him. It's like blast from the past meets, meets. what was the most deaf uh, Jack Black movie? Be kind, rewind. Be kind, rewind. Yeah. All right. It's exactly like that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and it doesn't. It doesn't like. I, I don't know if I was ultimately. Rewarded at the end, was but I enjoyed the whole time. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not funny. These guys yeah. are weird. Sure, because they've just been shut ins. I know it was really supposed nice... to be funny, but did you kind of find it funny? Oh no! I mean, they're no. they're like sweet kids. I felt like bad for them. Like, what yeah. network was it actually? <laughs> on? That was a good line. I don't think it was on a network. What do you mean? It's a documentary. It's just a documentary. Oh, it's a oh, documentary. It's not a series or anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's real. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is all real. It's yeah. so different. Yeah, it's very yeah, different. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's completely a documentary. So huh. it's not like it's it's just an interesting <laughs> existence and like something you'd never think would like shut-ins, like a whole family of shut-ins in 
the busiest place in the world. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. just cool so weird. I saw something the other day that Enya, after like she made a ton of money off her first album, bought just a castle in Scotland and now is a total recluse. <laughs> she never leaves her that's, castle. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that Which great. is kind of exactly what you would have expected. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Enya money gets you a castle? Uh, yeah. Well, back then, <laughs> CDs... Like all the massage yeah. therapists in the world bought her CD. Okay, my you're saying like said. she put it in a certificate of deposit or whatever, a CD, and she got a good five percent. Oh man, CD. she got that yeah. interest. Oh joint. man, CDs. Like, well, about good my, par- my parents had a six CD change, and I think three of them were Enya CDs. Because wow. <laughs> they're perfect for like put it on because yeah. we're gonna about to eat dinner. It's <laughs> really funny. Six disc changer. I know <laughs> the disappointment you would Enya. Fifty percent. Oh, good, the cranberries. <laughs> that was the Ally McBeal soundtrack. That was the other one. Because uh, that baby danced to Chumbawamba. Oh, sure. man. Took right. that nation God by storm. Calista, Calista Flockhart probably owns a castle, too. <laughs> She's got to. With Harrison Ford. Um, all right, so do you guys remember how Rotten Potatoes works? Yeah. I'll just refresh. Vaguely. Um, so we're going to discuss a movie today. The movie is a night, The Night Before. Um mm. You guys can ask me some questions. I'll give you some details, who's in it, stuff they've done in the past, and then you're going to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. You know Rotten Tomatoes, right? The website. www.rottentomatoes.com. Yeah. And uh, whoever is... Are you guys just learning this is what we do? (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know how I've skated by this far. Yeah. I'm usually blacked out. (laughs) (laughs) You hear other people say numbers, so you say a number. (laughs) No idea there was a microphone on. Yeah. Um, and then whoever's farthest away from the score will have to go see it by themselves. Okay, so we'll get to yeah, that. Sure. Um, and I don't know if you remember, but last time we, we spoke about the film Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. And we were very tight, but I was farthest off because we had a tie or something and I right. was ballsy. And, uh, <laughs> You're a real hero. Really ballsy and went, yeah, <laughs> went, went low. Um, so I saw it. And I think all of you. No, just you two? Justin and, just and I saw it, yeah. Which is good, because I, I would rather talk about it with you guys. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very, very interesting. Yeah. I um, was interested in, when you came back from the movie, our other roommate, Dave, asked you how, how it was, and he said, it was like that long of a pause. <laughs> and like, it, was, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was good. I think I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I did like it. Yeah. I was impressed with it being a movie. You know, I didn't... I knew it was like set in these three product launches, but I didn't really realize it was. It's three little Merdmans. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. I'm so intrigued by the reception of it. Is it still just bombing? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like almost gone from theaters. Jesus Christ. Which is made, crazy because um, it's got such a great. Also, because it's, it's yeah. good. Right. Yeah, yeah it is good. Good. And it's made $17 million. Oh my God. Yeah, why? why? That's half the budget. It is, yeah. Why? Well, the I don't understand the why the. Pretty yeah. Yeah. No one wants to see I that. don't know. Yeah, I was like... Uh, That's what guys... surprises me, is yeah. that... Isn't that a top... Like, I didn't just... I don't care about Apple that much. Right. kind of want to see... I would want to see... Even I wasn't like an Aaron Sorkin I don't really, and Danny Boyle fan. Yeah. Is it because Kutch did it best, or what? Oh, man. Like, he's already... You know what it is, though? Is people zeitgeist? think that... People think that the there's been all these movies about right. Steve Jobs just because of that there's Ashton Kutcher one. Yeah. And I think the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is really strange. Like I don't, I don't understand how the Social Network. I mean, the Social Network is a better movie. Yeah. But I don't understand how that could be. I mean, how much did that make? Like yeah. five hundred million dollars. Really well, so, yeah. And and this movie is really good. I bet it's 
150 tops. So there's 100 million here and 125 million foreign. Yeah. So 225. That's great for that kind of movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a huge. Yeah, Steve Jobs, yeah, I bet, has made nothing international. No. Right. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't it's sound made like two it'll... million international. <laughs> Seventeen million. There's more than two million Chinese people working for Apple. Well, why would yeah. they go see it? Yeah. What sucks yeah. is that that movie losing. It's going to lose money. It's bad. I know. Yeah. That's terrible. It's yeah. an eighty-six percent. It'll make its money back. How? If, it's, it's already. At, at, it's out at seventeen, and it's only got two. It's already at twenty. I mean, with. It's going to be on Netflix and yeah, HBO but, within the... But, but, that'll but make that budget enough. doesn't include marketing. Yeah, like, and it's right. usually it's double. double. Yeah. You're right. I don't know. But they didn't market it well. No, they didn't. Which I think might have been part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see it very That's many true. Places. Yeah. It kind of skimped It's on weird it. how that happens now because you don't watch TV like right. you used to. So like you don't you fast see forward previews. And, yeah. It's got like, to be on a website or something. Even this, yeah. the movie we're doing tonight, I didn't know yeah. about until a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought everyone in it was great. Yeah. Rogan. Good for Rogan. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, he was cool. He Fast was Bend- good. I thought Fastbender <laughs> was awesome. Winslet was great. Two, yeah. two straight wo- Rogan movies. Yeah. He's yeah. on yeah. Hot Streak. I'm yeah. glad. I felt, I was like really proud of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a, right? <laughs> a strange yeah. camaraderie with him. I was at the beginning, yeah, yeah. when I first saw him, I was like, all right, Rogan's being serious. Um, but he ended up being—he uh, ended up being really pretty good. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. Did you like the? Um, I think the most interesting part was the middle part of his career that I didn't know about. Yeah, the mm. the cube. Yeah, like yeah. it really doesn't address anything that has to do with Apple once people liked it. Right. <laughs> like the la- it takes what you Pixar? up to the iMac, which still was not that. It never even mentions Pixar. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, the the fact that he went to a company in between the two Apple stints, right. I had no idea about. And it sounds like had that not happened, maybe like he came back really re-energized, yeah. realizing that it, shit just got petty in the beginning. And like apparently, I, I listened to an NPR thing about the book, and that's also he reached out to Gates when he got back to Apple in '97, and like reached out to Gates and said, "Let's squash all the lawsuits we have. Wow. You help me, I help you." Yeah. So it seems like he just came back a lot. But he also designed, it seems, or at least the movie makes it seem this way, that he designed that computer, the cube thing, specifically so that he could come back to Apple with the operating system. I was wondering how much of it that was real, where he had this plan all along. Right. But like, I I, I did a pretty deep Wikipedia dive after it, and it seemed like that might be true. Really? And like a lot of the stuff that felt like it was done for the sake of the movie, like the DNA stuff, the way he talked about his daughter and like the... Um, that article that was written about him in Time, um, right? That stuff was all true. Wow. Um, and even him naming the Lisa. Yeah, Lisa after yeah. after his daughter. It's pretty crazy. I thought. I mean, Sorkin's great. He is. Yeah. You, you learn a lot about end to end computer. Like that's the main conflict. Yeah. <laughs> going on in the movie is that Jobs. Wants doesn't want the Mac to be compatible with any other thing, right? Which is called end to end control, right. I think. Right. That's basically the sticking point, and it turns out, and that's a good thing to focus on because he ended up being right. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a reason we're pissed off that a Mac doesn't go with stuff, but right. we all just instead bought a bunch of Mac, <laughs> Mac stuff. So he won. Yeah. But for sure, it definitely kind of, it did show he was a dick, though, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Fassbender can play not a dick. He's never been someone you like. In Glorious Bastards, you like him. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Yeah, but. He's still kind of I didn't douchey. Trust him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. douchey, but like. 
Yeah, he's like condescending. I, I thought it yeah. sounded like he was doing a fr- fake British accent in Glorious yeah, Bastards. Did. And he's British. He's British. <laughs> he is super British. He's a British person. But it was like a different type of British accent or something. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't he has a German heritage as well, I think, right? Like yeah, I, mean, he's, I think fake, he's so both. I think he speaks German. Yeah. He's got an African dick. <laughs> yeah, he does. My man. What color Someone is it? Had to say it. <laughs> South Africa. South Africa. But man, that continent. It was weird. I did feel like when I left, like it was lacking something. Just it wasn't a movie I'm used to. Obviously, like the art, and it, I don't know yeah. what it was, but it felt like it felt like a very short two hours. I guess. Yeah, it weird. does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess sure. it doesn't feel that important. I haven't like really thought end, yeah. about it since I saw I thought it was... Really I, well made. But. On the way back, we were talking about how it's excellent. Like, we, when I think about it now, I think, like, man, that movie was great. But I have not thought about it for a single right. second since, it's since weird. I saw it. And it might be a while before I see it a second time. Is oh, that, you think you're yeah. going to see it a second time? <laughs> Do I have to watch it again? I think it's like HBO. It's, like, yeah. perfect for that. But, yeah, yeah. something. It just. I think it's because it doesn't really... The entire thing basically takes place in one setting. Yeah. Right. Cook Street fan mail. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's jump to Cook Street fan mail, shall we? Let's do it. Interesting question comes in today. Um, <laughs> Please do this in British. Just right off, yeah. right off the wire. Interesting right, question. Fresh off the wire. It sounds um, like you're like actually opening a letter right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just open. Open it up. Just Password protected email. Oh. And uh, okay, it says, Hi, you guys are great. Handsome, clever, and young at heart. Hey, I have a question for you dudes. Actually, two. First, are there any good Thanksgiving movies? Yes. Oh, we should the answer now? Yeah, if just the first There's Family okay. Stone, and is that Christmas? That's Christmas. That's Christmas. Yeah. I believe there might be one that is centered around a lot of African-American actors and actresses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or is that just soul food? No, I think you're... That's a big dinner. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Medea ate a turkey. Is that what it's called? <laughs> it's actually Presents a drama. Tyler Perry. <laughs> <Tyler Perry. laughs> But no, yeah, point like, taken, though. That um, it's weird that there's not yeah, more. The question continues. Right, me neither. <laughs> well, I would like you guys to change that. Wait, he said, are there any good Thanksgiving movies? And he said, me neither? Right, me neither. Well, I would <laughs> like you guys to change that. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Right, is that? Yeah. That's the only one. That's that the only is, one. Has to get home counts. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Um, this gentleman would like us to take a few minutes to make a plan. Then record an audio trailer for the best Thanksgiving flick of all time. And I know that's a little broad, so I'll narrow it down for you. It needs to be genre, action, comedy. Okay. Thanks. Mm. Nate from Cook Street Productions. (laughs) (laughs) Young at heart. (laughs) In a world where making medicine for your insomniatic daughter is a crime... I don't understand, man. She's only six, but she's been born with this disorder where she she just she can't fall asleep. What am I supposed to do? Order in the court. This is not the time for you to be saying that. You are in Judge Cranberry Sauce's court. Cranberry court, they call it. Calvin Stuffing? I sentence you to 15 years? What? No, Judge, no! 
All I did was just make some uncut tryptophan for my poor daughter. You're telling me that's a crime? What kind of world is this? And after nine years locked up, he's finally got his parole hearing. One day before Thanksgiving. I've told you this a million times in the nine years that we've been cellmates together. But when my parole hearing comes, I'm going to look that judge in the eye and say, Judge Cranberry, <laughs> it is imperative that I get out of here so that I can have Thanksgiving with my sweet daughter. <laughs> my sweet, sweet pea. But just like the mashed potatoes at Turkey Day dinner, things don't always turn out so smooth. Order in my court. Yeah, Judge. Stephan, good to see you again. You too, Mr. Cranberry. <laughs> Did no one tell you? Your parole what? date got delayed two weeks. It's a holiday, for God's sakes. Wait, what? No. Go back but to your judge. cell and enjoy the holiday. But Cranberry! <laughs> you have a collect call from... Calvin Stuffing. Say yes to accept this call. Yeah, I accept. Hey, sweet pea. Dad? Yeah, it's your dad, Calvin Stuffing. Listen, <laughs> sweet potato. I've got bad news. The judge moved my parole hearing, and it looks like Daddy won't be coming home for Thanksgiving this year. But will you be home for Thanksgiving? <laughs> this year, no. But you promised, Daddy! Do you remember the promise? Sweet Pea, I've been promising you the same promise for nine years. I got no promises left to promise. Thankfully, this pilgrim's got a backup plan. Listen, Bruno. I need to get out. I need to get out, and I can't wait for the courts to let me out. Sweet Pea Potato's waiting on me. I'm thinking we gotta break out of this joint. There's a tunnel underneath. There's a tunnel underneath our cell? I don't know where it goes, but yeah. What do you think we should find out? Tomorrow morning, 1 a.m., <laughs> the breakout happens. So tonight, tonight? Yeah, okay. well, sure. Yeah, yeah. but like, technically, that's Thanksgiving Day. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Just a, a few more digs. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost through, Bruno. What's that sound? It sounds... It sounds like a, a fan base. Man, you ain't lying. First down, Detroit. First down, Detroit? Wait. Did, does this tunnel come up on the 50-down yard line? <laughs> In the middle of Lion Stadium? Yes. Well, shit. That's not gonna work. A prison break on the middle of the biggest game of the, the, the footy year? Are you kidding me? Bruno, we're cooked, man. We're cooked more than the turkey that I wanted to share. But this holiday season, let's give thanks to old friends. Lights out, inmates. Oh, <sighs> stuffing. Still looking a little sad. Is that, is that you, Judge Cranberry? It's Night's Watchman Cranberry to you tonight. You're I moonlighting. Up, I picked up a shift. Sure. We all gotta pick up whatever we can these days. Yeah. But it's nice seeing scum like you on the inside. 
You know what, Cranberry? <laughs> I gotta be honest. The only thing I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving is the inevitability of death. Because I'm trapped in here. Yeah. On Thanksgiving. Yeah. You can expect a pretty early grave, I'd say. But gravy with mashed potatoes is how I like my starch. <laughs> <laughs> so here's your meal. Did I you... think you'll really enjoy the trip. Wait, hold, hold the phone. Cranberry, did you bring me a full plate of Thanksgiving dinner out of sorrow and guilt for, for what you've done? It's the least I can do, you piece of shit. Seems like a real fresh starch. You know. <laughs> Shut up, stovetop. <laughs> I guess I. You know, I didn't think I'd I'd eat again, but this does look and smell, and feel, really delicious. I guess a bite wouldn't hurt. Oh boy, I'm tired. Ah, I am a. I am a. Tripped a fan of this, of this meal. <laughs> oh, I think I'm falling asleep. That's so crazy. It's so early. Because if you have the right friends on Thanksgiving, they'll drug your meal in prison and take you to solitary confinement where your family is waiting for you. Uh, I, I feel like I'm coming out of a deep slumber. You know, I think I'm going to open my... Oh, my... Oh my god! Wake up, Daddy! Are you flippin' kidding me? <laughs> Sweet Pea, are you in solitary confinement? It doesn't feel very solitary. It's dark in here, but it sure does smell good. It's funny you say it's dark, because all of a sudden I see the brightest light I've ever seen. Don't thank me! Thank Judge Cranberry! <laughs> it was the least I could do. <laughs> Stovetop. Come on in here. Have Thanksgiving with Stuffing and his little lady. Aw, oh, shucks. I didn't think I'd get to see a turkey so Shut far. up. Shut up, Stovetop. <laughs> I gotta say, this is the least solitary confinement I've ever had. Who would have thought the best Thanksgiving ever would happen in prison? This holiday season, make sure to give shanks. Shanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a box office near you. Cook Street fan mail. Um, well, that leads in nicely to the next big holiday. It's Christmas. It's coming up. You guys ready? Feeling ready? For Christmas. Yeah. Christmas time is here. A little early. Yeah, it's, it is. I mean, not, 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 to do, yeah, not to do that thing. No, but, but why, part of what I want to talk about this movie is I think yeah. it's weird at Christmas. Why is movie. it coming out so early, this, especially if it's called The Night Before? This it's, always it's happens. A early. But Christmas this, movies come out Thanksgiving. around Thanksgiving. Yeah. But like around or after. Yeah. The Coopers one with Olivia Wilde, like mm. Christmas with the Coopers, right. came out November 13th. Yeah. I think it's a good idea to, the like, perfect release date for this movie would be December 5th. Or something yeah. like right. that. Right. Isn't it it's, weird that it's called the night before and it's coming out a full yeah, month the before? The month before, yeah. That's what it and it's be not called. about the season. It's specifically about Christmas night. Or, it know, means it's probably pretty bad, right? Night. Like, if it was good, they would hold off. Yeah. Or that production company already has something coming out on Christmas. 
Yeah. You don't stack against yourself. They did Star Wars. This production company? No. <laughs> oh. God, no. <laughs> this is not by Disney. <laughs> um, so have you guys, do you know much about it? You know who's in it? Do you know any of these things? I'll tell you. Yeah, tell us. Um, Seth Rogen. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And Anthony Mackie. Yeah, you know these guys. I have a question. African American. Are we? Yes. Yeah. Are we supposed to, like? I want. I like Mackie. I think, but why? Right. So what's is, he done? That's any. Is Mackie the one from Avengers? Avengers, and then what was the? Uh, not Zero Dark Thirty. The Hurt Locker. He's in the yeah, Hurt Locker. He's the Hurt Locker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. the Hurt Locker. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> why is it called that? Why because is it called the Hurt Locker? When you get home at the end of a long day of finding bombs, you hang up your dog tags in your locker, and you kind of just hurt. Oh, God. <laughs> that was beautiful. Do you feel like you're kind of not allowed to dislike black actors and black actresses? Yeah. Because I... <laughs> I mean... And that's trying to say it as non-racistly as possible, but I feel like I'm just happy because you're happy to see them in roles. Well, but is there that any that you would roles? Is there any that you would like to? You would be. I think Anthony would, Mackie might be someone that. But he's not if, a bad actor. If he was white, I think I would. I would more quickly be like, yeah, he's not good. Huh. That's I've, my main question. I don't yeah. know what has he done. And I'm trying. I don't think I'm he's pointing a bad actor, right but, at race. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a black actor I don't like. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Kevin Hart. Yeah, but he's yeah, not he's an actor. Up more than, yeah. yeah. And I love him. Like, I know. Like but Whitaker, like as an Freeman, actor. Dutton. Dutton? Charles S. <laughs> Charles S. Dutton. <laughs> Mario Peebles. Yeah, we get it. Everybody. Ving Rhames. Well, yeah. You Samuel like, Jackson. I, you cannot like Ving Rhames. In I'm all not... his roles, he's always the likable yeah, guy. Yeah, I like him. Striptease. To Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. They're all likable roles. Yeah. I think a lot of it is because it's such Terry a... Terry Crews. I hate Terry Crews. Mm. I don't hide behind that at all. He's a bad actor. Yeah, he's a bad <laughs> actor. And it's not like I think he might be a bad actor. I know he's a bad I guess, actor. I guess yeah. I think dramatic actors is more what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's fair. Forrest Whitaker's got... I don't like his eye. Yeah. <laughs> because it's true. Like, Mackie... Oh, Mackie's in Half Nelson. Mm-hmm. No. He's good, actually. And I think he, he is. Good. I think he might be good. And what's you're your a racist, Evan. I know. I just don't, I don't know any of his movies. Like, what's your number? Yeah. Oh, he's the gay senator. Needs a beard. Oh yeah. yeah, I thought he was funny in that. Yeah. He is. I think he's good comedically. He might just be great. I just don't know his. What is your problem? I don't know his filmography well enough. I mean, we've well, just listed like you. five or six. I haven't movies. seen Half Nelson. It's great. I he's... think. Because movies are so like homogenous with white people and like pretty white people, that when someone is outside that, it you you kind of are filled. You're just kind of glad to see it. Mm-hmm. So like it's a different standard. Like I wouldn't be able to say Rebel Wilson isn't good. <laughs> isn't like I don't know. I think you get the benefit of a doubt a lot Did- just because it's good to see some variety. That's why we hate the white friends in uh, like. Five hundred days of summer. They gave Joseph Gordon Levitt. Also, it might just be just white guys. It might just be that it, there are so few roles available for black actors that the ones that they get are like the like black actors who are really good. 
Right. You know. That's true. Um, yeah. Did the, you see that? Yeah, the cream has already risen to the top, so. <laughs> right. Did you see that um, People Magazine just named their sexiest man? I don't even know who it was. But 29 out of the 30 sexiest men of the year have been white. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington was the one black guy. It was yeah. Beckham, I think. This year? Beckham? Still, David think. Beckham? I think he was on the front. Huh. That's, shoot, shoot 29, 29 out of 30 yeah. is not good. That's and what's ridiculous. weird about that is you hear that 29 out of 30 and you think, like, that's bullshit. Or that's weird that there hasn't been more you know, black celebrities that have been named that. But, like, how far are we... How long would People Magazine have to do this before they named, like, an Asian man as, like, the sexiest <laughs> right, man or right. an Indian man? And one out of 30 is not that different than the presidents, which is one out of 44. Yeah. Like, that institutionalized racism makes more but sense. But that goes back so long. That goes back to, yeah, like, 17, Like, that's the last 30 years. That's true. People's always 30 years old. It's crazy. <laughs> well, that's really the only amount of time a black president could happen. Yeah. Right. That's true. Right. Well, do you guys know what it's about? Probably. The night before Christmas. Read a quick synopsis. Ethan, Isaac, and Chris have been friends since childhood, and for a a decade, their yearly Christmas Eve reunion has been an annual night of debauchery and hilarity. (laughs) Oh, God. You can't can't say hilarity. Now that they're entering adulthood, the tradition is coming to an end, and to make it as memorable as possible, they set out to find the nutcracker ball. The the holy grail of Christmas parties. Entering adulthood? Nut crack a ball is the, the nut best. Nut crack a ball. That's the best pun they could, like Christmas pun about a party that they could come up with. Crack a ball? The nut crack a ball. Right. That's like a cool way to say nut cracker. <laughs> nut crackle. Yeah, no, I know. Okay, yeah, me too. Why is this a premise <laughs> for a movie? Is there like a. Have you guys been to a Christmas party that's like. The Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has like, rocked your stockings off. It's that would be considered an okay time. It's that elusive, perfect Christmas party. Like, that's not a thing. No. <laughs> Halloween party, New Year's Eve, right. do it for anything. We're St. Patrick's Just Day. an ugly Christmas sweater party is like, that's all that is. That's as yeah. good as it gets. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, it's written by Goldberg. And a few other people I don't Wait, know. Just Goldberg, yes. not well. Written by Goldberg, then Kyle Hunter, Jonathan Levine, and Ariel Schaefer. It doesn't seem that no Rogan's Rogan. got writing credit. No. Weird. Um, directed by Levine or Levine. He's the same guy who did uh, Fifty Fifty hmm. and Warm Bodies, which I never saw. Oh, Warm Bodies is pretty good, like and so is Fifty Fifty. He has a very yeah, short list. He's done. The Wackness in 2008, which was yeah. 60, yeah. Kingsley. 69%. 50-50 yeah. in 2011 was 94%. Wow. That's All that's the Boys high. Love yeah. Mandy Lane. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that was put out in theaters. Um, and Warm Bodies was 81 in 2013. So. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, Rogan, it's, it is part of the Rogan-Goldberg machine. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like Rube Goldberg. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, and they're pretty high scoring. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I can't think of a lot of dud. I mean, the interview is as close as it gets. Yeah. Do you guys want me to run through those, or do you feel like yeah, you know let's them do it now? Well? How far back do you want to go? I mean, I mean, not just that the main far. ones, kind of. You want since since he broke off from Apatow, so like Pineapple Express. Yeah. Pineapple Express was sixty-eight. Huh. Um. That's probably right. For I, guess I mean, so. it, I I we like it more than that probably, but it is a comedy and yeah. yeah. Fifty-fifty was ninety-four. This is um, the end. 
82. This is the end was 83. Neighbors is 73. The interview was 51. Oh, wow. I don't remember it being that low. Steve Jobs was 84. <laughs> sure. That's a, a laugh riot. I guess that's kind of a good reminder that it's not, it doesn't, they don't, Rogan makes a lot of movies as the lead, but movies that he has a big creative say in. It's really like one every two years. Yeah. Yeah. More, re- more. He's done a lot recently. I feel like, but still, but we don't I do feel like when you see used, it, there a lot of love was put into it. He yeah. used to get cast as like the, the lead in a comedy that he didn't. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess it's what was the security one? Observant Observe report. Observe report, like that kind of stuff. I don't think he really does anymore. This right. is kind of as close yeah. as it gets. Yeah. Now he's got so much power, he can just make whatever. Yeah. Movie I mean, they're making to. the animated sausage yeah. party movie. Yeah, that's right. What do you think uh, Zach and Miri make a porno was? Thirty-six. That's too high. Sixty-five. What? I think the interview is higher than a fifty-one. It is, especially with Zach and Miri's. Zach and that's sixty. That's crazy. The scoring of the interview was definitely colored by all that shit coming out. There was weird hype about it, and people were like disliking it because it was threatened or whatever. People didn't want to get murdered. Also, Pineapple Express is too low. Yeah, yeah, especially if Zach and Mary's right there. Right. Zach and Mary yeah. should be in. It should be in single digits. Yeah. That movie is that's just garbage. A, that's just a mistake. That's a clerical error. Yeah, that's, <laughs> something yeah. happened with yeah. the tabulating. Anything compared to that, yeah. Zach and Mary is higher than a Life Aquatic, so we can just. Oh my assume god! That the sure scale is, is broken. That's insane. <laughs> we should stop doing this. Podcast. I was gonna say we. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Did you know um, Rogan was in Donnie Darko? Yeah. yeah, it was like his, one of his first yeah. roles, right? He's in Donnie Darko, and he was the anch- he was a cameraman in Anchorman. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Interesting. So fifty fifty was ninety four, and this is the end is eighty two. The others are all kind of under. I mean, seventy. Four year old virgin knocked up super bad, but you don't right, count no, those. Yeah. They're just so you know they're eighty five, ninety, eighty eight. That was, that was back God. when he was still fresh. Like yeah. At this right. point, he's not catching anyone off guard. Yeah. yeah, but super bad should get credit because he was. He wrote it. <laughs> He's great. Well, yeah. and Goldberg. Yeah, yeah Goldberg, Him and Goldberg right. I'm just saying at this point he can make duds and keep making them. Yeah. yeah. If Superbad had been shitty, he might not be like. Right. Would. Okay, would it shock you guys? Just like. Would it shock you if this movie was 90? Would it. Because the answer is <sighs> yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Of course it would. Yeah. <laughs> would it shock you if this movie was. Ten. Why are you trying to get our guesses out of us? I'm just definitely. It yeah, would that shock me. That would be ten. Which yeah. would be more shocking to you? Ninety. Than ten? Yeah. I don't think I really showing his hand there. Yeah, well, I, we're all gonna end <laughs> up in the, the same man. goddamn range. But <laughs> ni- I mean, ninety would be. First of all, I haven't heard much about it. It sounds like though you would. You're saying that you're going under fifty by saying that. I don't. I, I've not you think necessarily it's closer to ten than ninety. I think there's no, there's not necessarily. I think there's a higher chance it's ten than than it is that it's ninety. Right, right. based on the premise and everything else, there's a yeah. better chance that it flops. Yeah, than transcends. What makes yeah. you think it's going to be good other than Seth Rogen's in it, and apparently the director and one of the writers is good. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, well, Gord- Joseph Gordon-Levitt's pretty good. Yeah, it's weird he's in it. I actually like the. I'm excited about this threesome. I think it's interesting. Yeah, that's fair. I hope they remember to hit record. 
<laughs> is that so, his show? Yeah. So speaking of that, I don't like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No. Really? No, I don't like him. I'm not I don't trust him. Or... I think I think he's a fraud. Yeah. I think he's a fraud, right? He is. He's, <laughs> he's trying really he's hard a to little, be liked. He's at least a little fraudy. Yeah. I love him in Inception. And like that yeah, was right when the peak kind of was yeah. picking up. Like, damn, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like an adult. It's great. Yeah. It's cool SNL. And then just ever since, a lot of it is the hit record thing. Yeah. Like who he is. Yeah. He's just... It's that a show that's oh, supposed to help amateurs, and he's got fucking eleven minutes of screen time yeah. in that thirty. Right. It, it's I'm not I don't think he meant to do it as a self-serving thing. I think his heart's in the right place. I still ultimately think he's a good person, and I like him. <laughs> but I don't like that people like him. Okay. <laughs> I think he's a little too loved. Considering he's, got, he's not necessarily that great. He's got a little bit of Jimmy Fallon in him. Yes. Right, yeah. like he's it's his, that persona is designed to like, to me, and like I like Jimmy Fallon, but I do feel like he's been kind of, his whole persona is is so that girls think he's cute, yeah. right? And like that happened with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, where all he's like Zoe Deschanel, I guess, it's not as an accident that they were in that <laughs> movie together, but like that people. Like girls really liked him all of a sudden, but it was a cool guy to say that you liked. Yeah. You know? He also sounds I think doesn't he always sound fake when he's saying things? Like the hit record thing, he's got this old fashioned, you know, mic where you're like holding it like that. Of course he does. And his eyebrows are going up like, and here we are at the thing. It's like right. so you're pretending to be like an overacting nineteen twenties vaudeville guy. Who are you, Joseph Gordon Levitt? <laughs> right. You're a child actor. I think he's a good actor, but I think off screen is probably what has ruined him a little bit more than because actually the point in the movies he's done i liked don john a lot yeah i like all the stuff with christopher nolan that he's in yeah, yeah. i mean uh the, what was the bruce willis thing because that's great looper yeah Looper's he's great. great so i guess for the movie's sake still i think you still know what thumbs it, up on him you know what it, but i decided he's i a think I, <laughs> I think that i'm i'm i wish he hadn't done the um the last movie which is is that still in theaters the uh Man on wire. The walk. The walk. The walk. Yeah. Wire in it. That documentary is so good. I know. And like, I just really wish they hadn't done it. It would be like I'm doing a Zero Dreams of Sushi movie coming up. Yeah. He's in the. He's in the. Well, it's it's the same. It it feels a lot like Franco doing a movie about the room, where it's like, can't you just like something? Can't you be a young actor who has a lot of money and just like something and not have to like? Right. Just because you know James Franco likes, you know. Like William Faulkner, you don't have to make all of his movies or all, yeah. all of his books into movies. I do have to say, Gordon Levitt is on an incredible hot streak yeah. in terms of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. Um, all certified fresh since 2011. 50 50, 94. Premium Rush, 75. What? 75, that's what? a stupid movie. Looper, 93. Lincoln, 90. Dark Knight Rises, Lincoln. 87. Don John, 80. Dark Knight Rises is stupid. The Wind Rises, 89. He works with good people. The interview, yeah. was he in that? It says mm-hmm. it was, but I don't think I'm sure was. not really. Yeah, and then the walk was 85. Yeah, I think he's probably he's probably very good. Yeah, but um, no edge, no. edgeless. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, he's very polished. Yeah, he's presented the way he wants to be presented. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no realness that we know of yet. Yeah, man, Keep you're just saying everything. <laughs> you're just killing it. I thought I was crazy over here. <laughs> 
Sweet. Because, yeah, he did have that renaissance, not renaissance, but like when he first came back onto the scene. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. the kid from Third Rock from I the know. Sun, and then he really he really turned himself into a serious actor. I would see uh, the Robin movie, and Christopher Nolan made it. Like, yeah. The yeah. Is that a thing? He's badass in that. Yeah. <laughs> he's cool in... Um, I don't know if he's going to do it or not, but... Is there a Robin movie? Certainly what they set it up for. Right. Yeah. They, they did, did, but that's yeah, why they I feel really like did. it wasn't... It didn't... Because Nolan's not going to do it, I don't think. I don't think so. I think he's no. done with Batman altogether. Yeah. But, yeah, they set it up very much that way, but I don't know if that's I can see him doing cards. it in five years. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's true. One just, you know, flame you need out. some money. <laughs> an, older, an older Robin? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I'd like to check in on Robin, like, after he's been protecting the city for five years. Yeah, no longer the boy. He's like... He's struggling. Robin, like, the, Robin the man. Smoking a cigarette. Like seven-year-old <laughs> seven year Robin is yeah. a really funny thing. Yeah, talking about yeah. his days with the bat. The like, man wonder. You know, once <laughs> I used to be somebody to, like, somebody's sidekick, but uh, still. Yeah, like, I just love the fact of him, like, not cutting it. It's yeah, just, just Robin like really tried to keep the mantle going, but like just failed. I would love to, for him to explain why he called himself Robin. Yeah. It's just like Batman, and then just like Robin. It's a pretty bird. <laughs> well, I that just was like the, red and green. Wasn't that the name of their uh, acrobat company? Those... in Batman and Rob, or Batman Forever. Yeah. Wherever you meet Chris it... O'Donnell, Robin. Right. They are like their the acrobat Robins. team. They're like flying Robins. Oh really? Yeah. His whole family, and they, they all died. Oh, they all night. died. <laughs> yeah. He like right. dropped them all. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I lost my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Who does it without a net? Like, yeah. Why is it more exciting for us to watch someone cheat death? I would. I'd rather watch it with someone yeah. that has a net. Me too. <laughs> yeah. They could Definitely. try cooler things. Yeah. They're not gonna probably not die. Gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> I'm not gonna see someone die in front of my yeah. face. Yeah, like, uh, why do we have impressive. this? I. But I'd rather be involved in that. Right. You're not worried about some... it being impressive. You don't want to see something terrible. Yeah. Right. I'd rather not see something terrible. It does. But, they, but that never really <laughs> happens, does it? Yeah, not in real life, just in movies. Because I feel like knowing that there's no net there Man is going to make it thrilling to watch. Man <laughs> on a wire. Really I don't know yeah. if I could, though. Like, yeah. I wouldn't I know, want to exactly. watch it. I wouldn't want yeah. to watch it. It's true. It's a weird instinct. Yeah. Do you want to watch it, the trailer? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to watch the trailer? That was excellent there. hosting. Thank you. Here's a little story I'd like to tell. About three best friends and their first Noel. It begins right before Christmas, 2001, when a young man named Ethan became an orphan. His mama and papa both tragically gone. It seemed for him Christmas had sung its swan song. As he sat alone on Christmas Eve, his friends came over and forced him to leave. They had to get Ethan out of his funk. So they went to a bar and they got his ass drunk. With tears and with sadness, they started to mend. Then they said, No more crying, this sad shit must end. Christmas was about family, but now it's about friends. Yeah. Thus began a new tradition. The friends hung on Christmas and fun was their mission. Who's the baddest motherfucker on Christmas Day? So I guess it's kind of interesting that, so we didn't watch a trailer, we watched the first three minutes, mm -hmm. which was available on MTV, which I think is interesting because I think they're promoting this movie really well. Like, I've seen, I've seen it marketed a lot. I, I went to the really? Nuggets game and there were three guys walking around with giant night before heads 
in sweaters, taking pictures of people. Really? Hmm. Really smart. Huh. Um, With the heads of the three actors? Yeah. Oh. So it'd be like, there's Seth, you could tell it was Seth Rogen. They were just giant paper mache heads. Uh, they were three times the size of a human head. Right. Um, but I've seen it a lot of other places too. It's just um, with like the marketing, the sweaters and stuff. I, I think it's definitely appealing. It looks like it's aimed for young, a younger crowd. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's MTV that got this exclusive three-minute clip, that tells you that they do want it to be like Neighbors. They want to show good parties, which is not what I thought. And it doesn't make me think that it's good or any better. <laughs> But um, but who does it say they're pointing the movie towards? Because it's not like kids watch MTV, right? Like if it's it's really teenagers do. But if it's sixteen and pregnant and like the the what did you say the, the challenge the challenge like those things are like people our age watch those definitely who like were special. around for the real world and stuff like that and now that's what they it's watch more like instead. millennials TV that's what they yeah I millennials I think... TV so I mean like if that's true who was the actual target audience for this I, I think teenagers are still the target audience really of MTV. yeah really regardless oh, of MTV or this movie MTV and, I agree with MTV and kind of, and then what I'm arguing is that it's both yeah. that, that I think Looking at this movie, if I was a teenage boy, right. I don't give a fuck about Christmas yeah. and like the what it means, and I don't. This is what I would want to see. Yeah, like, ooh, yeah. I love those. Yeah, it's super true. bad at Christmas. That would get if me. If we excited. were in college, we'd be like yeah. really excited about this, probably. I mean, I still am still yeah. going to see it because yeah. it's Rogan. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they they did oddly justify this ridiculous premise pretty quickly. <laughs> How long is it? Because if it's over an hour over 45, 45? No. that's going to It can't be over 45. An hour 41. No way, really. Okay. That sounds perfect. Tasteful. Yeah. That's exactly Tasteful. what I want. Yeah. It's because it's uh, Apatow's not involved. Huh. <laughs> this is a big range. R yeah. for drug use and language throughout some strong sexual content and graphic nudity. Oh, oh penis. And my, yeah. That means penis. It's going to be broad. <laughs> it's it's going to be broad. I, I, I bet Seth Rogen uh, comments on his Jewishness at some point. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I saw Rogan in an interview this week talk about how um, he's heard Kanye's new album just because Kanye rapped it for him live. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. They were in, like, a hotel, and they had just done the James Franco Bound parody. So, like, Rogan was really worried when he saw Kanye West. He was just basically joking how he never thinks that he'll see these people. And he was right. like, hey, what's up, man? Oh, sorry. And he's like, nah, man, that's cool. That's cool. And he said, I'm actually a fan. He was like, want to hear the new album? Mm -hmm. And so him and his wife, Rogan and his wife, were like, yeah, I guess we're doing this. Right. For sure. So they go to a van. It's funny. Parked outside the uh, the hotel. And Kanye just plays the beats and raps live. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Rogan said, hell, it was pretty uncomfortable yeah, for a while. It was like, it was like a strip club where you don't know if you should make eye contact. <laughs> so like they settled on just kind of bopping back and forth. And That's he said, so yeah, weird. but yeah, it's dope. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, do you guys feel like you need anything else? I don't know what else to ask. I, I really think this is a pretty huge range. Yeah. Do you want to read one bad review, one good review? I don't think anyone else likes that. It fucks with my head sometimes. Is it hard to find one of either? <laughs> I, got, I got some right here. It's one of those comedies in which the big jokes bomb, but the small, apparently improvised character moments generate a few chuckles. That's a bad one. <laughs> Interesting. That does 
Wow, I thought that was going to be a good one. A few chuckles. Yeah. This new movie is profane, insane, politi- politically incorrect, religiously yeah. irreverent, and ridiculously funny. This guy sucks. Yeah, what that publication? Sucks. That makes sense. That's, that's From, the fucking teenager shit. That's pushing the envelope. Yeah. Insane in the membrane. <laughs> Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> this isn't your parents' Christmas movie. I went from thinking I was going to love it to thinking yeah. I was going to hate it. Well, the bad... <laughs> with the opposite review. That's really, yeah, the bad review. I was like, oh, nice. A few yeah. subtle like, chuckles. All right. Character like moments. Great. And then, yeah. Insane. <laughs> Politically incorrect. I have no clue. And I have yeah. no Those clue what you guys are going to guess. by the way. Yeah. yeah. Really? They sent your grandma's movie about getting drunk on Christmas Eve. Because <laughs> your parents died. <laughs> Fuck you, Grandma. Fuck you, Grandma. Who's ready? Somebody give it to me. I'm ready. Um, when we first started doing this, like, not first started doing the podcast, but first started typing our scores in, I typed 69. And I was, <laughs> was going to say, I did the most hilarious number. Um, you guys will never guess what it is. Um, <laughs> 86. <laughs> And then I thought about it for a second, and I lowered my score um, by more than double. Double? <laughs> so now I'm at half. 33. Wow! Wow. That's so amazing. 33. I was like, what? if it's 67, what are you saying about this? Right. You're saying that it's like, it's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. perfect segue. I think that's what they're going to yeah. be saying. I think right. this score is going to tell us nothing about... Like, whether we'll like it. Right. Uh, I went 73. So that's pretty high. I don't think it is for well, them. But, but no, because yeah, I guess 33. Yeah. We, we've been within, like, four points of each other. The last, yeah. like, four points. Yeah. 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 Now you guys have a 40-point gap. I mean, you were going to come in with and 69. definitely a so yeah. <laughs> It was, yeah. like, I was 71 and eventually bumped it up to 73. But yeah. Like, 70s. Yeah, I was 72 yeah. when we started to type in. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And then you guys left me this big old fucking sandwich to jump yeah! into. Of course. I'm at 68. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's not. To it's be, not taking a stand at all because I just think it's gonna be fine. To I, be fair, I don't think that. I mean, the director is has a good hit, like track yeah. record. Yeah. That's why it is. It's just because until, until these people let me down. Right. I just don't know if it's really these people. Doesn't it feel like who are all those other writers? It's never know. a good sign that there's well, one's, four one's or five writers on a movie. the lead writer. And one's yeah, the, Rogan's the director. There's probably punch-ups. One's the director. Rogan didn't write Neighbors. And, like, it still carried that kind of brand. Yeah. I don't know. Well, 96% want to see it. <laughs> I hate that stuff. The critics' consensus. The night before provokes enough belly laughs to qualify as a worthwhile addition to the, the list of Fresh. Christmas comedies Fresh. worth revisiting. Fresh. Even if it isn't quite as consistent. It sounds as like the a real classic. 69. <laughs> Evan missed by one. It was 67. Oh, oh my God. You jokingly said. You, he said, <laughs> it's like, they're not going to say 67. I, Why would they say 67 about this? What does that tell me about it? It's 67. I was 69 and then I went down by half. <laughs> you were 2%. Off. That's so crazy. I'm going to take, take a stand. You're going to take a stand. You would have been, it would have been 68, 69, 73, yeah. and it was 67. 
Yeah, I think yeah. individuals are allowed to take stands like you did, but statistics aren't. <laughs> that might be that might be true. It's like a lot of people like it, some people kind of. Like it. I guess I'm just surprised, like what you said that you've you think they're doing a great job advertising. I have not seen this anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I, we don't see things. No, now. I don't know where I would. <laughs> where do we see? Yeah. Unless it's like it's like in the first one and a half second on the advertisement after I play a word in Words with Friends before I cancel out of that app. Thank you for listening. We are Cook Street Productions. You can find more podcasts, our web series, and our sketches on Facebook and YouTube. Our website, Cook Street Productions. That's cookstproductions.com. Follow us on Twitter at cook underscore street. And don't forget to check out Shanksgiving coming out next Wednesday. <laughs> next Wednesday, I believe. Yeah. One theater.